At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Waving in our number two of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you. Mike Pritchard, love talking football with Pritch. He's going to join us uh, in about 15 minutes. And then Matt Kalish is going to join us, the co-founder of DraftKings. Everything new and exciting going on with DraftKings as we get ready for the start of the NFL season. But in our number one, I thought you had a very good pro tip for it. And we were talking about the MVP market uh, in the NFL. Remember, people, we cannot stress this enough. These are decided by human voters. And what I mean by that is this isn't like data that's quantitative to get you to who the MVP is going to be. And sometimes eye test plays into it. So players in bigger markets are often ones that are going to be seen by the majority of the viewing public on national TV more often, and you best believe that can sway the voters. We're not saying it's right, Amal. We're saying that's the way it is. Right. And there is a difference, people, what should be and what is. So you might not like it that your team isn't as visible as the other guy, and you can you know. Yell at the top of your lungs, my guy's been better than that guy. It doesn't matter all the time if they're not as visible. I made the point yesterday. Kirk Cousins' numbers, they weren't better than Aaron Rodgers' last year. But he wasn't even in the conversation for MVP, and his numbers were comparable with Aaron Rodgers. And that right there should tell you everything you need to know. So sometimes the high-profile teams that are seen in primetime more often just by default, they're going to get more opportunity to make their case. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you have to factor in a little bit of a bias just from the media standpoint. We see it so many times. 
look in college football how difficult difficult it is for players that come from certain types of markets and uh, to win the Heisman. And mm-hmm. I think the same thing applies a little bit to the MVP. Now, if you perform at a level that Mahomes did a few years ago, or you know, Rogers like did that, last year, exactly. Then I think you take out some of that. But we're talking about if it's close, if it's tight. I think it's something that would definitely be a factor. Totally agree. That was our pro tip for hour number one. We're going to try to do one each and every hour here across the VEASAN spectrum. So that means with the 10 shows, you could have 20 pro tips every day. They're available for VEASAN pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com. You can sort them out by show, big bets, or by sport, football, if you prefer. Uh, Let's get to some college football uh, that we're going to see this weekend. I I don't know if it's the marquee game. But it's the one that a lot of people are going to talk about because Hook'em is going to take on Bama. So you got Sark against Nick. They know each other well, right? Sark, did he win a title uh, with Alabama as the OC? He did. So, I mean, clearly Nick's going to know what Sark's trying to run. We talked about this with Bill Belichick and the Patriots, bringing back some of the old guys. Man, when you're going up against your old mates, you know the tendencies. You know, it has dropped back down. It was up as high as 20 and a half. I'd heard rumors, reports of uh, possibly getting up to 23, 24. Well, it's actually come down to 20, just to have a point. But what do you make of this matchup here in Austin? It's going to be interesting. Uh, to me, Texas got to get off to a fast start. If they fall behind, then all of a sudden this could look like the USC uh, game we saw against Alabama in uh, Jerry World a few years ago. And what was that, like a 52 to 3 game? No, boy. And uh, But I don't know if it would be that bad. The good news for everybody is, on the off chance that Texas wins this game, we don't have Joe Tessitore saying Texas is back. I mean, you know, <laughs> give me a break. They beat Notre Dame. They beat Notre Lame, and all of a sudden everybody's excited Notre about it. Notre Lame. What was that, five years ago? Ball hasn't let that Texas go. Is I haven't. You know, he he I mentions have. it every year. He hasn't let it go, Dave. He hasn't let it go. Because, you know what? Let me tell you something. <laughs> don't make idiotic statements on a program that has won national title in 50 years, and if Reggie Bush doesn't lateral that ball in 05, Texas doesn't even win that national title. I lived in Texas for 12 years. Love the Lone Star State. I always say I'm from Texas because I lived there as, anywhere, as long as anywhere. But make no mistake about it, this is the most overrated program in college football. The only one that's even comparable is Michigan. Oh, Both of these two teams, in a combined 120-plus seasons, have one-and-a-half national titles. But at least Michigan got to the college football playoff last year. Hey, listen, a broken clock is right twice a day. I mean, you win one Big Ten title in 20 years, you want to be considered an elite program? Think about any other team in any other sport that gets this much hype that hasn't won anything. The Rams won the damn Super Bowl, and they're an underdog at home. Good point. Let me, if, when you break it down, look, we know Alabama basically was a walkover in week one. This yeah. is their first quote unquote real test. Yeah. We've heard a lot about Alabama revenge tour. But for, for what? Revenge for losing because your best wide receiver tours ACL in the national championship game in a game you were leading in the, in the well, second half? I mean, the, it wasn't like Alabama was far off. The revenge tour should be Tank Bigsby and Auburn sitting there trying yeah. to get revenge for not running the clock out properly down on the plains. Otherwise, we're not even talking about that. Shouldn't have been in the national championship by, to by begin the way, with. I have to say, I'm glad one time finally Paul Feinbaum came out and said, well, Saban will have some excuse if they don't win. He goes, last year was a rebuilding year. Everything's rebuilding <laughs> when you don't win. And then rebuilding to the point that they were leading in the second half of the national why championship. Do you, you know why he's so pissed about NIL? Bring it. Because Alabama has always greased their players extremely well. Mm. Now they don't have that advantage anymore. Oh, that is the, the Everybody knows truth. it's like the worst kept secret it's in college football. It's the raw truth. I like truth tellers. So from a, let's just look at it from a matchup standpoint here for Texas. Uh, is Sark recruiting? Nobody recruits necessarily to the level of Nick. Correct. Right? So it's 
going to be hard for me to say that Texas is going to have athletes to hang with Bama. What's the best opportunity when you're going up against Bryce Young if you're expecting turnovers from the Heisman Trophy winner, good luck if that's your best hope to keep this at least within the 20 points. Yeah, I think the big thing is they've got to be able to slow down this Alabama team when it's third and long. They've got to get off the field defensively. Uh, Young is a guy who I think his legs are underrated in terms of yeah. what he can do. Pay attention to Jameer Gibbs in terms of his effectiveness running the football. This is going to be a really a tough game for Texas. Dave, when this number opened at 14 uh, in the summer, I thought it was way too short. If you take the name Texas off the jersey, mm. I think Alabama, people would be all over them up to 24, 23, 24, like you mentioned. I, I don't know if they're going to flat out smoke them, but I, I think Texas could be in trouble, and I hope I'm wrong. Uh, you know, I'm hoping this game is competitive. I've been looking forward to this game for a while, but I, I just think Alabama's too talented, too good. And you know, the one thing about Saban to me, what I don't like is, and what I think is wrong is I think that he gets too much credit in terms of like being a great X's and O's guy. He's not. Mm. Where he's criminally underrated is his ability to evaluate talent. I, I think him and Urban are the two best talent evaluators I've ever seen at the collegiate level, and I'd probably throw Jimmy Johnson in there. Uh, pretty good big three right there at the college level. That's for sure. And we know what Jimmy did at the next level as well. Okay, let's get to UTSA against Army. UTSA is a sneaky good team, right, that people might not – they might not be in the public consciousness. Then you're going up against – uh, a military school here, and you just know by nature, sometimes you're not prepared for what some of these offenses that Army, Navy, say Air Force can throw at you. You got UTSA is a small favorite on the row ad here at two and a half. What do you make of Army? And just by law, I can't root for Army. Ever. Well, that, that's fair. I, I get where you're coming from there for you <laughs> being a former Marine. Uh, to me, though, I'm looking at this game potentially over the total. I think UTSA's Ooh. offense can really – they're going to be able to move the ball. They played a pretty stout Houston team. But Coastal Carolina did a great job of time of possession. They actually won at 36-23 to against Army. And then they were able to put up 38 points and win the game by 10 points. I think it's very difficult. And I think Army and Navy, they do a great job, and even the Air Force Academy, of utilizing the four downs to get a first down where yes. enough teams don't do that. And I think it'll be a challenge for this UTSA team to slow down the Army running game. Uh, I like this game getting over 54 and a half. I think by kickoff, we'll probably be going north. I uh, just circled that on my sheet over 54 and a half. I like that. That's where I was kind of lining up. And, and to hear you uh, agree with that, that is a green light scenario for me. Uh, when you look at Tennessee and Pittsburgh, this could be the sneaky best game. I agree. Right? I, I, we'll get to Florida and Kentucky as well. Uh, but I look at this Tennessee matchup and I go, okay, now it's six. I believe it was seven earlier in the week. So it's come down a little bit towards the Pitt Panthers here. Do they still get offended if you say Pitt? Do you have to say the full Pittsburgh? I remember that was like a thing a couple of years ago. But Pitt Panthers, they can get mad at me if they want. Do you, would you take the home six here with the Panthers? I, te- I would lean towards that. Look, I know Tennessee, everyone's enamored with Hendon Hooker, the offense that uh, Josh Heupel has been able to install there. Keaton Slovis didn't look great for Pittsburgh, but they still found a way to put up 38 points. Dave, my one pushback when it comes to uh, Tennessee right now is you really want to be laying six points on the road at Pittsburgh. I, I just don't think that's a that's a move I want to be making. 67 is the total. They have to score like now to start getting that. I mean, like, like when you see a total that high, like you can't have a whole lot of three and outs. Well, no, you can't. But a couple of things to factor in. Number one, Tennessee's going to go with tempo, whereas Pittsburgh is not. Uh, last year it was 41-34 on Rocky Top in favor of the Panthers in that matchup. So this total, you're absolutely right, is high. But it feels like when you look at the defense for Tennessee, Tennessee's offense in terms of the pace at which they're going to want to play, 
this could be a very high-scoring game. The one thing, I, I'm not going to touch this total over. Um, I'm going to wait in play. I'm hoping there's uh-huh. a couple of three outs. Maybe we get this thing down to 62 and a half somewhere in there and then get an opportunity to go over. That is a great way to handicap that. If you don't like that total being too high at 67, wait and see. You get off to a slow start, maybe a field goal. Exactly. Even that could drop it down even with points. Uh, on a first possession or two. Let's get to Kentucky and Florida. I do think this has the potential to be the best game in the slate uh, in the entire college football weekend. You have potentially two pros at quarterback, right? So I love that when I get to see guys that I think I'm going to see at the next level. Anthony Richardson is the, I think, the star of week one in that win over Utah. His number in the Heisman Trophy uh, bouting has come way down now. I believe 20 to 1 uh, market wide. You could have had that way higher. Uh, before last week's win. I just worry here for Florida that coming off that huge win, Billy Napier, can you make it two in a row against two teams that uh, I think people think a lot of? Absolutely. Now, Kentucky had to replace a ton of uh, starters on this team, both offensively and defensively. Uh, But to me, the big question is, can Anthony Richardson do what he did against Utah? Mm -hmm. I don't know if he'll be able to duplicate that. Mark Stoops and company getting the win last year in Lexington, 20-13, to Dave. But I think they'll have a game plan to try and negate what Anthony Richardson is going to want to do here. I like the dog here getting the five and a half. The other thing I will point to, this total seems a little bit high to me at 52 and a half. This feels like 24-20. This is going to be a defensive game in my opinion. I got Kentucky plus the five, and now it's gone off to five and a half. But like you, you, you can't always get the best of the number. Yeah, I got to feel confident with the five that I have in pocket. When we come back, Mike Pritchard joins the program. Talk all things NFL. Come on back. It's Big Bets here at Vison, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Compete for cash at a grand prize trip to Vegas with the Modelo Fight to the Top series. Enter nine free fantasy football contests and rise to the top of the leaderboard to claim your share of $5,000 in weekly prizes and a grand prize trip to Vegas. Head to DraftKings.com slash NFL now to get in on all the action. Modelo, the official beer of fans with a fighting spirit, must be 21 or older. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for details and please drink responsibly. Kelly and I will be having Modelo at some point soon. Amal, you'll have water. And that's fine. Uh, let's get to, uh, I don't know. I'm, look, we try not to play favorites. Yeah. But Mike Pritchard's one of my favorites to talk NFL with here on the network. Uh, Pritch, it is great to have you join us here, my friend, on a Thursday as we are embarking on week number one. Cannot wait. We're just hours away from kickoff. Let's start right there, Pritch. What's it like for you guys as players on a game night? Because Amal made a point earlier, and I heard Jalen Ramsey kind of echo it yesterday, too. They're almost feeling disrespected. Nobody's talking about us. Everybody's talking about the Bills. Pritch is a player. Is that a real thing? Is it a tangible thing for the Rams tonight? Dave, I'm all great to be with you. You know what? It's kind of crazy to think about that that could be a real thing. I mean, you're the Super Bowl champions. You got your rings, right? <laughs> uh, you're the world champs. Why are you worried about everybody else talking about Buffalo and that they're disrespecting you? I mean, I think if, that, if anything it proves is how different each year is. Last year, the Rams were great. They were champions. Can they be great this year? And people are doubting them right now because of the caliber of the opponent. I mean, Buffalo uh, seems to be everybody's pick uh, for good reason. I mean, that defense was off the, off the chain good last year. And, and I think they got better on paper coming into this season. And then they just have an up-and-coming superstar quarterback that everybody's excited about see, see play. So uh, I, I think the Rams maybe feel disrespected. They're a great, great football team, but certainly a lot to prove, though, uh, against Buffalo in opening night. By the way, your uh, introduction was incorrect. You forgot to say one of the nicest human beings Absolutely. you'll ever meet in Mike Pritchard. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had to put that in there because now I'm going to go and trash somebody because Kelly and I just made a little wager here. I want to ask you something about Philadelphia. They're going on the okay. road. They're taking on Detroit. Tell me, as a former wide receiver, first-round pick at that position, what do you think of Jalen Hurts as a quarterback? Mm. I'm not asking you, hey, is he a good guy or not? I've heard good things about him as a leader. But is he a guy that when you look at bringing in A.J. Brown, can this team get it done? They're laying, I think, four now on the road against Detroit. A lot of hype with the right. Lions. But Philly was probably more hype than almost anyone coming into the season not named Buffalo. How do you look at this team in this particular matchup? You know, they do have a lot of hype. Um, I think it's that division, too, because Dallas has run away with it. Sorry, Dave. But, uh, you know, Dallas might not look as strong uh, as they have been. I mean, 6-0 in the division last year. But, you know, for me as a wide receiver, Amal, I played with a gang of quarterbacks, man, that that were kind of like Jalen. Like, not elite, 
you're curious about them. They need some help. You know, when the Philadelphia Eagles, they go out and get a guy like A.J. Brown, I mean, that's telling you that they're looking for help, a playmaker. And I think what Philly wants to do ultimately uh, is use play action to help Jalen. Like, Jalen is not a prolific passer, meaning he's not going to drop back five, seven steps or three, five steps, however you want to go about it, uh, and deliver and distribute the football around the field reading coverages. That's not him. What he is is a movement guy, an athletic quarterback, and at times you can create looks for him. Uh, and if you have those looks in one-on-one situations, I think he can be highly effective because he can tuck it and run it, too. He can scramble around. He can make big plays that way. And that's the majority of the league, really, uh, guys. And as a better, that's how I look at quarterbacks these days. But he's effective. Uh, you know, I, I think you have to pay attention to Jalen Hurts as a runner. You have to. Uh, and then, therefore, you know, if you're the Eagles, maybe you have some favorable matchups on the outside. If you see zone coverages all over the place, then if you're the Eagles, you have to run the football. And I think that's going to be to their advantage this season. By the way, uh, Pritch is going to be seeking office either in Colorado or Georgia based on the quarterback <laughs> statement. <laughs> Talking, of course, to Mike Pritchard. He's the co-host of Beeson's Pro Football Blitz. Follow him on Twitter as I do at M.I. Pritchard. Uh, Pritch, let's talk about the Cardinals and Kansas City because this number's grown a little bit. As we get closer and closer to Sunday, Chiefs up to six now on the road out there in the desert of Arizona. Is this a play that's more towards Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, or do you think it's against Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury? I think it's against Kyler Murray and and Kingsbury. Um, You know, it's fascinating because doing a show about a week ago on Lombardi line, I was with Ben Wilson, and that line was set three and a half. Mm. Uh, and we were having a conversation, and then lo and behold, it jumps up to four and a half, just like that. Uh, and now it's climbed up to six. You know, I looked at some injury news, uh, and nothing really stood out to me. I mean, J.J. Watt, whatever going on with him. But I, I think it's a play, because Kansas City, they're not going to be as explosive as they were last year. At least they're not supposed to be, because there's no more Terry Kill, right? Uh, but what they can do is matriculate the football, and what they can do is possess it. What they can do certainly is be more patient. Uh, you're going to see that from Kansas City. I don't. I, I think this line might be too strong uh, for the opener, but I, it's certainly a play against Arizona uh, and what's going on down there. Rough, rough start to begin camp for the Cardinals. Not only Kyler, uh, assistant coaches, uh, players. DeAndre Hopkins is suspended. There's a lot of question marks right there, and I, I don't know if Kyler Murray has evolved his game. You know, if he hasn't evolved his game, then we're going to see the same kind of Cardinals offense. Uh, and to me, that's that's something that the league has already caught up to and adjusted to. Uh, Prince, I think it's a very interesting point about what it might look like with Kansas City this year because, okay, Tyreek Hill is not there, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it could be more of a controlled offense for Patrick Mahomes. But is that what the NFL wants? Like, hey, it might take you 10 to 12 plays to get down there. We'd prefer that versus three or four where you go over the top and and get that quick strike. Do you think that the the Chiefs can be patient enough on offense to go with that model? I do. I I do. I I think they'll have both, uh, Dave. You know, Patrick Mahomes is not going to completely change. He's still going to take advantage of defenses if he can. But what teams have done to Kansas City in the playoffs is made him be more patient uh, and then by making him be more patient, he that's led him to make mistakes out there. And we saw an uncharacteristic Patrick Mahomes last year with interceptions and mm-hmm. critical situations in the playoffs, right? And But he's learned to be more patient. He's learned to take the shorter throws. And, and to me, here's why. I think Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy pointed this out to him. Like, yeah, you don't have Tariq Hill, but you do have Travis Kelsey. 
And Travis Kelsey was seventh in the league last year in yards after the catch. So depending on the type of coverages teams want to give Travis Kelsey, whether he's a single side receiver or whether he's lined up as tight end or whether he's an H back, I mean, that's to your advantage, Patrick Mahomes. And then, you know, we can also double move. We can also use Hardman uh, for explosive plays if we have to. But possessing the football, matriculating the football certainly is going to help them defensively because they're not going to be the same defense they were last year. Uh, I know a lot of people are excited about the draft pick, but uh, that's going to take some time to develop there, I believe, as a defensive rush in for Kansas City. So you have to have more patience offensively and, and eliminate mistakes. You got to got to cut down the number of turnovers from the quarterback position, and I think the Chiefs will be okay. Just want to kind of stay on this Chiefs theme a little bit. We were talking about Mahomes before you came on a nine to one to win MVP. Uh, to me, my opinion is the second best player in the NFL behind Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get the loss of uh, Tyreek Hill, but man, this guy Mike just makes plays. I, I, I think nine to one is a pretty good look at a quarterback whose team's probably going to be eleven and uh, six, twelve and five type of team. Uh, would you take a shot with him at nine to one? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a good look. It, it really is. You know, I, I think the narrative for him is going to be interesting, Amal, because it's the AFC West. You know, a lot of people are excited about Justin Herbert. A lot of people are excited about Russell Wilson. Uh, but then you got Patrick Mahomes, right? I mean, it's crazy to think about. Even Derek Carr, maybe some value on him from an MVP standpoint. It's, it's which team is going to beat up on the Chiefs and are the Chiefs going to run away with this division? I don't – it doesn't seem like they're going to run away with the division, right? And And therefore – how can Patrick garner that narrative that's worthy of him winning an MVP? Is that, you know, the Super Bowl run? Is that the, is that the Chiefs just, you know, going through this division with ease, uh, even though the division is upgraded? I mean, there, there are some cases to be made right there. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think as a player, he's fantastic, like you mentioned, probably the second best player, like you mentioned, Amal. Uh, but, I, I, you know, from a narrative standpoint, I just win, wonder when he's going to capture that, though. By the way, uh, it is amazing to talk about narratives that Russell Wilson's never even gotten an MVP vote. So that division mm. of quarterbacks is going to be wild this year. Only have about 60 seconds to go, Fritz, but I have to ask you about not my team, not your team, but America's team, the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Line problems for both teams coming in. What do you make of that Sunday night matchup? I mean, my God, Dave, you got to go sign Jason Peters. <laughs> I mean, what's going on down there in Big D, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely line problems. They got to run the football. They have to. Uh, they got to protect Dak, uh, let, make him last the entire season, but that's going to be tough against Tampa. I don't know if they're strong on the outside, on the perimeter. I, I love CeeDee Lamb. I love his game. Uh, but it's going to be a challenge, uh, like uh, unlike it was last year against Tampa. They, they, they have a lot to prove talking about the Cowboys. And, and so I, I think it should be a good game, though, a competitive game, even with the offensive line issues. Just saying, if they call Jason Peters, Mike Pritchard, stay, stay by the phone. Jerry might call you next. <laughs> oh, man, I couldn't imagine that, dude. <laughs> Could not imagine that. Man, we love talking football with Mike Pritchard. He's the best. Check him out, Pro Football Blitz, here on VSIN. When we come back, come talk to Matt Kalish. He is the co-founder of DraftKings. Next year on Big Bets on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And we continue Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you. Amal, it's a real pleasure right now to go back to Boston with twice in one day. 
But this time we go back for the co-founder of DraftKings, Matt Kalish, joins us now. Matt, great to have you on the show. Before we talk about all things DraftKings and all the exciting things that are going on here as we get ready for the NFL season, I got to ask you, I've been told that you're a pretty big Patriots fan. What's life been like now, year three post Tom Brady? Yeah, well, I guess the way I'll answer that is to say I'm a Celtics season ticket holder <laughs> and I'm going to every Celtics game now. And <laughs> I have no such commitment to the Patriots because, you know, we've been so spoiled. We've been absolutely just like such a great run. And I don't think this season or really like in the foreseeable future that, you know, the the level that we've been spoiled could be replicated forever. So... <laughs> You know, my unfortunate guess is that we're going to be like one in three to start the season. We got a pretty tough start of the year playing some difficult teams. And I think um, for some reason, I just have in my head, like people are going to be jumping to the Celtics pretty quick around Boston. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's like how I'm oriented. But, you know, I have it in the back of my mind if Mac and, and squad kind of figure it out and they get off to a good start. I could see Boston really like getting behind them huge. And so it'll be a fascinating beginning to the season. You know, I, I definitely don't feel like the cards are stacked against everyone else, though, this year. Like yeah. maybe the Tom Brady years. Exactly. Eight and a half is the win total. Mall. So it could be gettable for nine wins. And again, up to three and a half here in week one against the Dolphins, the fighting fish down there in Miami. I know Bill Belichick and the squad, they're already down there getting ready for week one. I'm also maybe a different outcome for the Patriots than people are expecting. Yeah, absolutely. But regardless, I don't think anyone's going to feel too bad for anyone in New England all no. over. You just mentioned the Patriots. Forget that. Bruins, Boston, Red Sox, Celtics. Everyone's won a title. City of I champions. mean, it's like they've distributed it equally up there pretty much. You guys have been very fortunate in that in terms of that, Matt. Now, I want to talk a little bit about DraftKings. Obviously, a prominent organization. You were a key cog in terms of getting this organization to where it was, one of the co-founders. Tell us a little bit what's on the horizon. How are things going now that Betting is spreading across the nation in 31 states. Legalization coming to Massachusetts very shortly. What things look like going forward for DraftKings? The maturing of the industry in the U.S. has really been, you know, something that we've been at the center of. Like we launched the first regulated sports book outside of Nevada in Jersey in August of 2018, four years ago. And that was our first, I guess, um, Anywhere in the world, our first experience even operating a sports book. So over the last four years, just hardening the operation, you know, we've brought in all of our technology, the you know, sports book trading team, everything that it would take to run like an A plus world class sports book. We now have under the hood at DraftKings. And that being said, you know, the the major competitors that we go up against every day. You know, these are really big multinational uh, companies, right? Like Flutter, who have FanDuel as one of their brands. Like, they are the biggest gambling company in the world. They've been operating for decades in every country that you could name. Probably have, like, 15 brands, you know, Betfair and all this stuff. Um so it's not a joke to go four years in and go compete with, you know, the likes of Flutter or Entain who work with MGM and all of this. And that being said, like in our first, our first four years, I think we've done a tremendous job leaning on what we do best, which is, you know, specialization in the U.S. consumer, the, you know, fantasy and sports betting consumer. And that's really led us to be in a great position, like number one or number two in basically every market that we're in. Uh, we just launched Kansas, which is our 18th uh, state with our digital sports book. We have things like, uh, you know, 
Ohio coming, Maryland, Massachusetts, all on the horizon. So lots of good momentum in terms of like legislation and new launches as well. And it's a tremendously popular issue in a lot of states. So I think that that momentum will continue. So it's been like really great being on the forefront of all of that. And, you know, I think a, a lot of what the regulated industry has brought um, in addition to just like a great product um, that's deeper, more live betting, all of that. Uh, is also a lot of the, I think, like consumer protection, responsible gaming, like hardening as well. You know, there was recently like some some um, like research that was done that said 90 percent of U.S. sports betting consumers are aware of like the, the various controls like, you know, uh, bet limits, mm-hmm. uh, deposit limits, pausing and timing out your account and all these sort of things, opting out. And so I think the fact that it's at such a big scale, but also people are really aware of, you know, some of the deeper tools and consumer protections. That's been like good momentum for the first four years of the industry, I think. Talking with Matt Kalish, the co-founder of DraftKings. And Matt, that's very exciting, obviously, what's going on at DraftKings this year. You mentioned the influx of the newer betters coming into this space. Talk a little bit about, about Rainmakers. I know that's one of the exciting things that you have at DraftKings this year and what people can expect with that. Yeah, this is a cool one. Rainmakers is kind of like if you played EA Sports Ultimate Team, you know, where you start with a team and as you play, it improves and, you know, you can um, like break packs or compete in the contest to win like improvements to your team. So it just gets better and better um, over time. Like that's really the essence of the game is it's fantasy sports, but kind of turned on its side. You know, (laughs) you're collecting different athletes you might want to use in your fantasy lineup. So if you want, for example, like Josh Allen tonight, you have to possess one of his player cards and there's only like so many to go around. So, you know, people are collecting across the 500 active NFL players, you know, these collections of Rainmaker football player cards, and then they're building fantasy lineups to compete for 30 million in prizing throughout the season. You know, the fantasy leagues don't cost anything. It's just the the player cards. Like, you, you buy and use them throughout the season in no-fee contests. So it's a bit of a different model. And the cards that people possess, if anyone's into, like, collectibles, say sports cards, uh, or maybe even got into digital collectibles like um, NBA Top Shots or that kind of stuff, like, this is kind of at the intersection of that like collectible interest as well as fantasy sports. So that's right in our sweet spot, we think. And, uh, you know, something new that actually tonight will be the first contest that ever runs in Rainmakers on DraftKings starting at, uh, at I guess, 840, I believe it, 830 mm-hmm. kickoff. You know, that'll be like the first ever moment where people are competing with their cards for prizing. So it should be an exciting night. You mentioned the kickoff tonight between the uh, Rams and the Buffalo Bills. So are you by default because you've got a division rival going today <laughs> pulling for the Rams in this one? You think you're already going to get off to a potentially rough start with the schedule the Patriots open with. So I would assume it's all Rams for you tonight. Yeah, I feel like the Rams are almost like underrated because they're not as sexy as the Bills. Like I was thinking the Bills kind of remind me of I don't know, maybe it's like a Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA or something. It's like not hard to support them and get excited. They're like, um, you know, fast paced, amazing, you know, run past quarterback, like fun team to watch, fun defense, whatever. Like they get a ton of credit. I think, you know, tonight on the game, just looking at the book, I mean, definitely betters are supporting 
the Bills heavily. But then I look at the Rams and they're kind of like returning champs. Nothing so amazingly sexy about the team, but like they're very <laughs> proven. They get the job done. So my sense is, and I know nothing, but like my sense is like I would ride with the Rams, even though the Bills have like more sizzle to me and maybe like more popular interest. Uh, that being said, like one cool thing, DraftKings have the early win. It's like if team goes up by seven, you just win on the spot. So there's Ooh. like a very live shot, like extremely live shot that we just pay out both sides. So oh. if that happens, I don't think anybody will be complaining if we ship like, um, you know, the money line on the Bills and the Rams. That would be for, I think, a lot of people a good start to the year. So I'm almost rooting for that. I like when, you know, the season starts off good for people. I really... Uh, wouldn't mind seeing that happen one bit. That is uh, very cool uh, out there getting started here on DraftKings. Again, when, when is it that the defending reigning Super Bowl champions are not the sexy team? But I think that makes a really good point there. It does feel like everybody's on uh, the Buffalo side, easy to root for. Uh, Matt, really appreciate it. Exciting uh, to be a part of DraftKings here this year as we begin the NFL season. Uh, go check out all the promotions uh, at DraftKings. We appreciate your time today. All right, enjoy the game. Thank Have a you. good one. Cannot wait. Cannot wait to get a kickstarter there. You can follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Kalish. Of course, he is the co-founder of DraftKings. It is uh, – some of those promotions are really exciting. They're innovative. They're yeah. different. And I think that's exactly what DraftKings is trying to do here is bring in more people into the space – and have different avenues of approach. If you're on the fantasy side, you can kind of attack it there with the Rainmakers, as we talked about, or if you're kind of like me, kind of old school and like the sides and totals. Yeah, absolutely right. I think it gives you plenty of options and good uh, you know, variations there. And I love what he said. You get up by seven, you win the bet. That's pretty cool. Great scenario there. All right, so let's see if that plays out for the, uh, the betters tonight, if you get that scenario where everybody can start off as a winner. Um, much more to get to when we come back here. we got a, a tight one right now in St. Louis. The Nationals have tied up. Uh, the Redbirds at four. That game is in the sixth. And right now, the Cubs lead the Reds one nothing. But again, the game that we're going to talk about a little bit more when we come back, we're getting closer and closer to kickoff. The Bills and the Rams begin this NFL season in earnest. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on Vison, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers is your go-to sportsbook for all football-related content. Check out BetRivers.com and download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and much more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It is a whole new game. Wrapping things up here, this is our last show that we're doing before. NFL football season begins tonight. So like tomorrow when we come in, we already have somebody in the lead in the AFC East and or the NFC West. Will it be the Rams? Will it be the Bills? Well, we know right now it's still two and a half is what it's sitting here as we speak today. And a pro tip for this hour that we gave out. If you're interested in betting the Bills to win the AFC East, right now you'd have to lay about 240. That's a rather large number. If you believe they're in danger of losing tonight, you might want to hold... Wait, yep. and if they lose tonight, that number will drop, and you'll get a much better number. So the idea here is, if you think peril works for a certain team, you don't need to bet them right now before the season starts. You can wait, because these shops will offer in-game updated live numbers to win your division. Yeah, absolutely, and I think sometimes you got to take a look at that and take that approach, whether it's betting a futures bet or some other things along the way. There's always going to be variations in line. The one other thing, though, is sometimes, Dave, you don't necessarily know of some of the places if they're going to offer it as the season progresses. Mm. It's one thing I would recommend you ask, regardless of where you're betting. Check the book. Yeah. Make sure, because if they are available, uh, potentially to update those. Because, again, you're right. Not every shop will do them. We're fortunate enough to be out here in Las Vegas. We know we can shop around and find those. But that is something you need to check with your book before you decide whether or not you're going to get in before kickoff begins tonight. That was our pro tip for hour number two of this program. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, every platform that we have. So what that means, at least 20 a day, they're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com where you can sort them out by show or by sport. Uh, Very quickly, uh, I want to look at the United States Open before we get back to the NFL to wrap this show up. We mentioned the men's side and that we're looking at really in the semifinals at Flushing Meadows, three guys that have never been here to a slam semifinal and one guy in Casper who's, who's now going to make, I believe, his second appearance in a slam. So now Alcaraz is the favorite, but right. you mentioned it. 
What was the, the, the time he spent on court in the last almost 10 hours? Yeah, nine hours and 10 minutes. Holy mackerel. So that is a lot of – now, when you're 19, I guess you – you know, it doesn't affect you like it does when you're me at 35 yeah. or a little bit north of that. So when you look at Alcaraz as the favorite here, and I still look at Tiafo, by the way, was the longer shot at 10 to 1, and now he's the, the third betting favorite at plus 375. And Kasparud is uh, the second favorite of plus 275. Is there a number there that's playable for you, or are you going to wait and see what happens in these semis? You know, I, I'm going to uh, look at Tiafo as a dog in Alcaraz just because the fatigue in Tiafo is playing outstanding tennis. So I think that's something to consider. Uh, I think Rude's going to get by um, uh, Hatchinoff here. I, I like this matchup for him a lot. When you look at the Final Four on the women's side, uh, Shvitek here, as uh, she gets by and she beats Pakula to get to the semifinals, she is now a $2 betting favorite to beat Sabalenka. Uh, right now, if you want to go with, uh, with uh, Sabalenka, she's plus $1.65 on the comeback here. And then you have Jabour at plus $1.25 against Garcia, and you got to lay $1.55 here. Is there a match today in the women's side that you like? Yeah, I like uh, Iga Shvitek in straight sets here. I think Sabalenka was outstanding in her uh, quarterfinal against Carolina Pliskova, but I don't know if she's going to be able to duplicate that type of effort. On the flip side, Caroline Garcia uh, has only been broken three times this whole tournament. She mm. has been the best server on the women's side so far, probably across the board, uh, men's and women's. But for me, I would look at Garcia. Javor's beaten her twice, but I think Garcia is going to get through. Uh, she is playing outstanding tennis has, and has won all 10 sets she's played so far. And bigger picture here, if you had to play one to get it done, are you leaning to Shvitek here? To win the tournament? Yeah. Uh, no, I think Caroline Ooh. Garcia is going to come through. I think she, really? she, yeah, I think she's going to win this thing. So she's at plus a dollar ninety. And see, uh, Iga right now is plus a dollar forty. Sabalenka, uh, they're at four to one here, but she'd have to get by Schweitek to make that happen. So again, Garcia might be the better play here at almost two to one. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, she's really a, a live dog, a live dog for the tournament. I say that she's a second underdog, but I think she's got a great shot. All right, before we we wrap up here and turn over things to to Stormy and Matt uh, coming up after us, we do have some injury updates. I believe, Kelly, in the NFL, what do you have for us, sir? Yeah, we saw that Panthers-Browns uh, line mm-hmm. on the move uh, earlier in the show down to a pick at most shops. Christian McCaffrey added to the injury no. report today. However, some clarification after practice, Dave. Apparently, it was a small cut from a cleat on his shin. He will be fine for this weekend. So I don't know if that's oh, wait, exactly wait, 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 where wait, wait, all wait. the betting came from. Wait, wait, wait. Then why are we putting him on the injury report? If it's a cut on the shin... Right? That's not that's that's just football. That's because, practice. And rule says he's fine. Because Dave, you've been in many pro- press conferences like I have. 90% of these people who are in these press conferences should not even be allowed in there with based on the stupidity of questions that they ask. That's why you wind up with this useless information. <laughs> that that feels pretty like if it shows up on the injury report you like, oh, it's got a gash on his shin that could keep him out of action or if it's just like a sc- a scratch on the leg, and you're like, huh? This yeah. can go on the injury report? A bigger, a possibly bigger one here. This is from Aaron Wilson over at Pro Football Network. 49ers tight end George Kittle growing injury, quote, not good. Contingency plans in place for him should he be ruled out for the first game oh. against Bears. One of his sources characterized the injury as serious enough it would be best for him to miss at least a game. Okay, that is significant. Now, again, the Niners favored by seven in the windy on Sunday, we'll have to feel, look out and see how Justin Fields plays offensively. But now you got Trey Lance who's going to get the start, of course. Jimmy G looking over his shoulder. But now, all of a sudden, you're getting rid of your outside of Debo. 
You're looking at Kittle going, that's option one, if not 1A. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for a young quarterback like Trey Lance, it's huge to lose a tight end. You know where he's going to be seven, eight yards up the field. Gives you a huge security blanket. Uh, but now potentially losing him could have an impact on this one. We'll see how that plays out. Now, it hasn't moved the number yet. But if that officially – look, I, look, I'm not a doctor. We're not going to play him here on big bets. But it sounds like to me a kid ain't going to play. I mean, when you talk about the update is not good – we know what that means. He, <laughs> that's severe. So at least for for Sunday's purposes. So to me, if I'm if I'm gonna bet the Niners, right, I have to go into it with the mentality that I don't have George Kittle into that equation. Yeah, it could be half a point or a point. I mean, you're not gonna see probably more than that on a tight end. Even that, that's a little bit high and optimistic. But I do think the impact that he has in terms of what he's able to do in the passing game can't be uh, overstated. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And by the way, information is king. So, like, Kelly getting us these news and notes now. It hasn't moved the numbers yet, but be on the lookout for that for the weekend. I'll tell you one other story very quickly. Mike Shanahan, who I covered in Washington, D.C., told us, we, the collective media, day one, I'm not always going to tell you guys the truth. I was appreciative that he was telling us that he was going to lie to us. Yeah. Because that was the, the, the truest thing that some coaches will say. Because they don't want some of this information to get out there for game planning purposes. That's exactly why. Right? No question. So now with the George Kittle news, if this, if this is out now here on a Thursday, that means it's, it's significant. Because they, they can't legally, now that betting and football, the NFL, they're in, they're in bed together. You cannot keep this information out from the public specter. Yeah, no, absolutely right. And I think that's one of the reasons why I, I think sometimes the media doesn't realize certain questions that they ask. People don't, I, to me, I, if I were more coaches, I would say, hey, listen, I'm not going to answer that question. That's a strategy-related uh, response. And Correct. That's why I'm not going to answer the question. But, you know, it's not like it requires Mensa membership to be able to ask questions in a press conference. So they allow every Tom, Dick, and Harry in there to ask some of the dumbest questions. I remember one time, I, I tell you, this, this thing bothers me more than anything. Bring it. I was in a press conference. The Mavericks were in game, going towards game three against Oklahoma City, and somebody asked a question that pertained to the previous uh, press conference. I was like, you know, you should be fired on the spot for being that dumb. It really should. Well, it, the one good thing about dumb questions, it leads to great combative responses from coaches, i.e. the Mike Ditkas, the Jim Moras of the world. Like, we get – historical soundbite. Buddy, you sat up there and you watched that game and that's what you, this is your IQ, IQ buddy. Zero. You yeah, spent the whole time. That's the question you come up with. No, but I, I, I would agree with you there. And sometimes you do get a great soundbite. The playoffs one is obviously the iconic one, but to me also it makes the coach look like they're being condescending, which they're, they're just, not they're just annoyed. Yeah. But I would just wish, I wish to say to them, listen, your credentials should be revoked. There's no reason for you or your organization to be in here. If they're going to send somebody in, that's this dumb. 60 seconds before we sign off for the day. Bills two and a half, the total 52. Yep. Uh, final thoughts on this one. Uh, looking towards the Rams here uh, on a teaser play, but not going to touch the game. I think the end game will provide some better opportunities, but should be a great game. I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully they actually kick off at 820, unlike uh, you know the NBA finals, usually slated for 9 p.m., usually gets about a 1045 p.m. tip. Do you think that they're going to do like the elongated national anthem, the whole bit? I can tell you right now, I will miss the opening kickoff. It's almost a guarantee because it won't start till probably like 822 or 23. But you'll be in for the live wagering. Uh, of course. I know you will. <laughs> uh, get ready, kids. Buckle up because the NFL, it's about to go down. we got Matt and Stormy coming up next. Thanks for watching Big Bets here on these and the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.